Today on Modern Sales Wisdom Podcast, we have none other than the superstar networker and founder of IntroStars, Mike Adams. So it's really about your mindset when you go to these networking events. You're not there to try to sell something to someone. Focus more on the human, on human-to-human interactions and personal human introductions, personal human referrals. For me, that is the next generation of lead generation. Today, we will learn from Mike how important networks are and how we can use them to create warm leads and to ultimately close deals and make business. But sometimes I find it a bit challenging to stay on top of all of my contacts and organize that. That's why I was looking out for personal CRM systems. I reached out to Cove and I spoke to the co-founder, Yanis, who has given me access to the platform. That's Cove, C-O-V-V-E. And I can tell you it's a really awesome and powerful tool because it helps you organize your relationships in a way where you need it, right? It makes it effortless and awesome and fun because it's on your phone and it's on your MacBook and it makes staying in touch fun and effortless. So check it out. I will leave the link down in the show notes. And uh, maybe, Giannis, if you're listening to this, I hope you join us for a future episode. Now, today we have Mike on the show. Mike is the superstar networker who has attended thousand networking events. He says sometimes it was like 15 in a week in London. He will teach us today how to approach networking from a mindset perspective and why he founded the company IntroStars, which is a platform where you can share your network by making introductions and receiving kind of referral for if a deal is made. This is a huge and important topic, especially in the noisy world of AI, which we're just entering. Human to human connections are really the most valuable asset in business development and in sales. Before we get into the conversation, don't forget to smash that subscribe button and leave me that like. I do this for you as a sales community. I hope you enjoy it. Now let's get to the conversation with Mike Adams. Mike, I've just introduced you and we've known each other for quite some time now. You have a huge network, but what I'm really curious is about is what do you think makes a robust network? Well, thanks, Henry. Uh, it's really about having as many people as you can in your close network, people you work with on a day-to-day basis, getting to know them, uh, but then expanding your network to people completely outside of your normal day-to-day work environment. So I've had a chance to go to a lot of networking events uh, here in London. I've been to more than a thousand networking events in many different industries, had lots of fun doing it, had way too much red wine, talked to random strangers. Uh, I was doing it 15 times a week. And that really opened up my eyes to the power of that network. Like you go to all these networking events in different industries, some with startup founders, some in commercial real estate, you hang out with lawyers, with accountants, with people who work in tech. And and really in all these different industries, what you notice is everyone going to these networking events are craving human connection. They want to connect to more humans. And then you find opportunities. You see, when you talk to people, everyone's looking for an opportunity, whether it's meeting another uh, colleague they want to hire, or they want to find a customer if they're, they work in sales, or they want to work, uh, find an investor if they're a startup founder, or you know, you've got really that, that common aspect of all the people you meet at those networking events, as you're all looking for, to meet other people, to get introductions, and to open up new opportunities. And at the end of the day, I had fun doing it as well. I know every time I go to networking events, I just enjoy meeting other people and learning about what they're looking for, what makes them t- so it's really about your mindset when you go to these networking events. You're not there to try to sell something to someone. You're there to help others and get to learn about what they're looking for and what makes them tick. And I find that fascinating. When I meet people at networking events, I always ask them, you know, how could I help you? What are you looking for? How could I make your life better? And if with that mindset, 
you always create new opportunities. No, it's all about helping each other at the end of the day. You're talking about creating opportunities, uh, talking out of a sales uh, aspect, obviously lead generation. Networking is a form of lead generation. The, the question of quality versus quantity comes up, especially in the virtual uh, environment. And uh, what's your thoughts on that? Like virtual, like or not just virtual, but like quality versus quantity conversation. I come from a sales background where, you know, everything's about numbers, sending as many cold emails as you can, making as many calls as you can, and you basically spam as many people as you can, hoping a very small percentage of people will reply to your messages and not ghost you, right? And that's how lead generation works. That's if you hire a business development people, that's the way they're, they're, they're measured, you know, how many calls they've made, how many emails they've sent. And for me, that's really the old way of looking at the world because Obviously, we're using AI more and more to spam more and more people in, the, the more, in a more intelligent way, trying to personalize each, me each message. But on the other end, on the receiving end, people are getting smarter and using AI to block all this spam. So it's a cat and mouse game about AI spam bots and AI spam filters. <laughs> and this is the complete way of looking at it. And that's how lead generation has been happening over the last couple of decades. And so... I'm trying to turn that around and focus more on the human, on human-to-human -human interactions and personal human introductions, personal human referrals. For me, that is the next generation of lead generation. It's all about one-to-one -one personal recommendations, personal introductions, personal referrals. That is where lead generation is going. And that's really the opposite direction of this whole AI spam bot game. So I'm a strong believer in that. And so, of course, how do you do that? How do you build a, a sales pipeline, a sales funnel, only focus on warm introductions. And the way to do it, of course, is to build your personal network, to go to as many personal in-person networking events as you can, to reach out to people one by one, not sending automated spam, but actually trying to help people and figuring out what makes them tick. And then using that network to your advantage. So if you want to reach out to a specific person, who in your network could help you get to that person and make a personal one-to-one -one recommendation introduction? So really, I, I think the future of lead generation, which is already happening now, is all about human curation, human-to-human, -human, no AI, uh, and really personal recommendations, introductions, and referrals. And that's where you know, I'm focusing on my energy. Uh, that's why I went to more than 1,000 networking events over the last couple of years. That's why... I would really want to focus on that human one-to-one -one referral introduction. And right now, I just launched my own startup specifically around human introductions. One-to-one, -one, zero AI, no AI. That's a key selling point because it's a human-to-human -human introduction. That's where it is. We're going to talk about your startup in a minute um, because I think it's like a fantastic idea. So keep watching. It's about making introduction. That's a little spoiler already. Um, and we know that, and that's a good lead up as well. We know that, especially in sales, your network is your net worth because you've built the trust over years. Maybe you started as an SDR or a BDR, but were you a good BDR or were you one of those spammers? There's a difference. And then coming back and you know having a warm handshake saying, hey, welcome and thank you for, for, for you know, I'm happy to hear you again. You know, these kind of things. Do you have some stories? I mean, you've been to a thousand, which I think is incredible. You said 15 events in a week um, where you meet people and you are a natural communicator. I think, I, I mean, I think you're a fantastic communicator. You take the room, but are there stories which you can say where you've really seen this being leveraged in 
unbelievable ways. Absolutely. Uh, and really, it's, it's about your mindset. So when you go to a networking event, if you go there with the mindset you want to sell some, something to someone or you want to find a customer, you're always going to fail because people can sense that, that you're there to sell them something, you want to uh, kind of pull the relationship in one way, right? And so the way to be successful is the opposite mindset. When you go to a networking event, in your mind, you're thinking, how can I help someone else? What, what are they looking for? Really, not the product I'm selling. Like, what are they looking for? Are they looking for an introduction to someone else? Are they looking to uh, increase their sales? They're looking to sell something. They're looking for customers. They're looking for investors. They're looking to meet a potential partner in their business. And so really go with that mindset about helping others and having fun. Right? And so if you go with that mindset, you can only be successful. In my personal experience, I was surprised so many times by serendipitous encounters where I meet someone at a networking event. And they're nice people, but in my mind, I'm not thinking those people could ever bring me any business. However, I enjoyed ch chatting with them. And then that person later introduced me to someone else, who then introduced me to someone else. And that person, I closed a 100,000 pound deal with, right? Just like that. So it is really not about trying to close a deal with someone you're meeting right there and then. It's about building that human relationship, that human connection, trying to see how you can help them and make their life better. And then they will introduce you to other people. And then over time, this will kind of have that snowball effect where you get introduced to people you actually do business with. <clears throat> it's not just about closing deals. Any introduction can lead to something else. So I've had people introduce me, for example, to a lawyer. And that lawyer completely changed my mind on how I can protect introductions for my startup. And now I, I launched literally one of my features of my startup is to protect introductions to make sure you get paid. It's called IntroProtect. And, and basically, that really is because I've met someone who introduced me to someone else, introduced me to someone else, right? Uh, and then so many times that serendipitous encounter changes your life in one way or another uh, by, by stimulating some ideas or meeting someone you weren't even looking for. But that person completely changes the course of your career or brings you a massive deal or a customer. So it's really thinking about all these different encounters you can have. So, so I would say it's, it's, it's been... I've got that mindset of serendipitous luck, where if you put yourself out there, you meet lots of people, good things will happen. Just a quick reminder, if you haven't done so, then please smash that subscribe button and leave me a like. The more engagement we get on the show, the better the show is going to get. Thank you and enjoy the rest of the show. When we think about building networks and, uh, and, and, and having them, especially in the sales environment, we have CRM systems, we have all the contacts in there, which we contact. And... We're in, con you know, a lot of the people which I found, and I have a feeling it's changing, maybe you have some ideas of that, is that it's not really so much about the product and the company that you work for, but it's actually the network which you build, the trust that you build over time, which you take with you. And also for companies when you're hiring or you're going to look for people that have a robust network that can actually open the doors and, um, and, and show you where you can go with that. Would you say that that is a trend which is going to go forward? Absolutely. I think at the end of the day, people buy from people. It's all about humans. It's all about the human interaction. When you think about a product, you first think about the person. Oh, yeah, I remember I bought that product from that person or I worked with them before. And so really, it comes down to those human relationships before the product or the service. And you see that so many times, you know, people want to buy from someone they like. And when that person changes job, they will buy from them again in that new job, whatever they're selling at that point. 
So, so really it's capitalizing on that human knowledge and the people you know. I think it's easier to remember people's names and face and jobs and, and passions than it is to remember products and services and features, right? And, and so really, if you can build your, your knowledge around people, that can only serve you well. Whether you're a customer trying to find a vendor, whether you're, whether you're a vendor trying to find a customer, whether you're looking for uh, an investor, an employee, a colleague, all of these things are based on people. It's all people to people. So, so yeah, the value of the CRM is really the value of the people, right? It's, it's, it's all about humans. And I think in the, in the world of AI and everything being um, automated, that human connection is even more important. I think the more we move into the direction of using AI and, and automated tools, the more we value real human connection. And, and so really, I think focus more of your energy on that human capital, on the, those human relationships. That will pay off in a big way. Um, but then at the end of the day, you also want to make sure that you have some knowledge which is useful. So put yourself out there as a specialist in your field, now post some social media content, write some stuff which people will find interesting. Uh, and that will also build your personal brand, right? So that's important as well. So people remember, oh yeah, I remember Mike is that guy who knows about networking and introduction. Oh, Henry is that guy who's got his incredible podcast because he always invites interesting people to talk about uh, nuggets of knowledge and sales. So again, it's about the people first, right? And, and their, their circle of influence and of course, and their knowledge. On the last episode, we had a conversation and it was about having you know, asynchronous video and sending conversations over. And one of the points was it's actually better to not be too polished because it builds a more of a human connection. So you want to hear the filler words. You want to hear the stutter. You want to see the not so perfect uh, background because at the end of the day, it just, it, it builds a deeper connection. Um, out of you being a networking professional and, and a superstar in, in that, what would you say are some great tips how to keep your network alive? I mean, telephone calls, Christmas cards is up the corner. Um, what, what do you do? Like, what is, what is your go-to style? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You have to show your human side, show your weaknesses, show, you know, if something is not right, show it. Don't, don't try to project that perfect image because as you say, that will look fake and people won't want to work with you anymore. So you have to be genuine. Uh, and so that's true. So again, if you go to networking events, Talk about your weaknesses. No, don't try to sell yourself. Say, hey, I'm the best. I'm the best. I can do everything. No, say, actually, I'm, I'm weak. I've got issues. I need help. Uh, can you help me with this? You know, and showing it, uh, being a bit humble, um, it's, not, it's difficult. No, I work in sales. Salespeople are never humble, right? Ever. <laughs> uh, again, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a great lesson in humility. If you can show your weaknesses, people will like you better. You're actually going to be more successful. Um, so yeah, don't be afraid to be vulnerable ask for help and show your human side. So at the end of the day, and if you're bored, say you're bored. Don't say, oh, I, I love everything. You know, no, tell, tell you know, people what you hate and what you're not happy with. I think that shows your human side as well. Um, again, everything's a balance. You know, it should also be uh, intelligent and friendly and friendly and, and, and fun and all that stuff as well. So again, everything's a balance, like everything in life. Yeah. Same thing on social media, yeah. try, try to show your weaknesses. Uh, don't only, only show that you're the best at everything. Uh, so when you reach out to people, uh, try to be human uh, at the end of the day to build, to build that trust. Uh, tell them, you know, what you're actually looking for. Ask them if you can help them. I think going with a helping mindset will always be positive. So to answer your question, if you want to keep those relationships going, 
always ask people how you could help them without trying to sell yeah. them anything. Say, generally, I really want to help people. What, what could make your day a better day, right? I think with that mindset, people will always remember you as the, the nice person who's trying to help. I, I think that's always going to be positive. Now, that's a great lead up to uh, IntraStars. And um, f can you give us a little bit of a concept of what you're doing, what the idea is, and maybe how to get involved? Sure. Um, so my company is called IntraStars. The domain name is IntraStars.com. So very easy to remember. And it all comes from my experience of going to all these networking events. I realized that everyone was looking for an introduction to someone else. If you work in sales, you're looking for customers. If you're a startup founder, you're looking for investors and customers. If you work in property, you're looking for property buyers or investors. If you work in any industry, always looking for introductions. And so I realized there's so much value in introductions. So many times I've made an introduction to someone else and they ended up closing a massive deal or someone introduced me to someone and I closed the deal. And so I realized there's so much money on the table there when you make or receive an introduction. So I've built IntroStars to capitalize on that opportunity. So IntroStars is the first ever marketplace, high value business introductions. So if you work in sales, you just post the type of introduction you're looking for, your ideal customer profile, and people then send you introductions to those customers. In exchange for that, you pay them a referral fee, which is typically a percentage of each deal. You as a salesperson, you can set that referral fee however you like. So you can choose to be as generous as you want. The more generous you are, the better introductions you're going to receive, the more introductions you're going to receive. And so really, it's about lead generation, but all about one-to-one -one introductions. Uh, and so really, as a salesperson, it's a great lead generation tool. Uh, then on the other side of the marketplace, you've got introducers who actually make those introductions. And that could be really anyone who wants to earn a bit of pocket money on the side as a side hustle to make a few introductions and earn significant money from it. So the average deal size on the platform is 20, 30,000 pounds. So the average referral fee is around 5,000 pounds. So imagine that you just send a bunch of emails to make an introduction and you could earn 5,000 pounds introduction fee. So that's quite significant. So for millions of people out there, this could really become a proper side hustle where they make thousands of pounds by just making a few introductions. Now, you see many salespeople who are on both sides of it. On the one hand, they're looking to receive introductions. I call them intro seekers. Intro seekers will post what they're looking for on, on intro stars. And then they can also be introducers, other people, where they love to introduce other people. So salespeople are really my, my core target here, uh, business development people, because they're super networked. They love to connect people. They love to introduce people. They love to help others. They love to receive introductions, of course. And so really, you can be on both sides of it. Intro stars is really kind of a heaven for, for business development people, both as intro seekers to receive introductions, as an introducers to make introductions and earn shitloads of money doing that. Right? So, so that's how I've created intro stars. Um, I think it's going to revolutionize lead generation in a big I think people move away from automated uh, spam bots sending loads of BD emails and instead are going to focus more on that one one-to-one -one warm introduction model, which IntraStars is uh, really spearheading. And then I also see it as a next generation of sharing economy where millions of people out there are struggling to pay their bills, are struggling to make a meet each month ends meet trying to make extra revenue. 
So they could become professional introducers, uh, you know, by just using intro stars and earning loads of money by making a few introductions. I see that as a new career choice. Think about people freshly graduating out of university. One of the new career choices now is to be an introducer. You know, who would have thought you can make so much money by just connecting people together, playing the matchmaker, which is super fun as well. I mean, people love to introduce people. Kind of a thing if you're creating opportunity. So what if you can make a career out of it or, or a side hustle? So I see that as incredible. It's very exciting. I've just launched Intro Stars in November in London, and very quickly we're going to expand to the whole world. So, so check it out, IntroStars.com. I really want people to try it out. I built Intro Stars not so much to make for me to make money; it's for other people to make money. I want to create opportunities for every salesperson out there and everyone else out there. So, I really I'm very excited. I really want to change the world in a positive way. And make sure it's a win-win. Everyone wins, right? No one's abusing the situation. Everyone's winning. The people looking for the introductions are winning. And the people making the introductions are winning. Everyone's a winner, right? It's a win-win. So that's what IntroStars is about. I absolutely love the concept. I think it's amazing. And I think, like, if I think about the quality, you can, like, the quality of introductions you can get from that could be out, can be outstanding or, or will probably be outstanding because you're also willing to put money on the table for the introduction. Um, how do you assure, um, let's say, uh, quality or what's the process? Let's say I have something, um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for clients. Do I go on LinkedIn and find personas and then say, who knows that guy? And is he on, on, on intro stars or do I go through your network? And then you propose leads to me, which I can talk to with a certain persona type, um, and then how do I know uh, that I can trust the people? Because uh, do you, yeah, how do you, how do you make that happen? So, so to answer your question, one word is trust. Everything is based on trust. Mm -hmm. And so the reason I've launched Intro Stars in only one city so far, only London for now, is to have that trusting relationship. So everyone you know, values their trust. Whether you want to receive introductions or make introductions, your, your, your brand, your personal reputation is always on the line. And so that's why I've linked yeah. IntroStars directly to LinkedIn to use LinkedIn authentication to, to join IntroStars. And that's to make sure you use that valued trust, the trust of your personal brand when you join the platform. And so really every introduction you make is putting your reputation on the line. And so that's why really we want to make sure that you only get, get good introductions. So there's a, really a trust system and a reputation system in place. And so everyone's uh, really incentives are aligned to only make good introductions. Because if you make a bad introduction, you're basically damaging your reputation. And as an, in, as an intro seeker, you want to make sure you have a great a reputation that you always pay out referral fees on time, that you always declare your, your deals on time, because then you improve your reputation and you're going to get even more introductions. And so really everyone's reputation is aligned because we all want to have the best reputation we can in the business world. So that's how we guarantee the quality of the introductions you make and receive. Now, to answer your question, how it actually works, you just you don't have to go to LinkedIn. You just go to IntroStars, and you just create an opportunity where you explain in detail who your ideal customer profile is. It's not a specific person. It's not someone's name. It's more like their job title, their industry, uh, the type of companies, the, the company size, their location. And then people will find those people in their network and make those introductions on IntroStars itself. So IntroStars 
tracks every introduction you make and receive. We've got one of our features, it's called the intro tracker to track your introduction made and receive. And then once you close a deal with one of those introductions, you then go to the intro tracker to pay the introduction fee to IntroStars. IntroStars will generate an invoice for you. You pay the invoice or your company pays it usually. And then IntroStars pays out the referral fee to the introducer. So really everything happens on the IntroStars platform. You find the opportunities, you make the introductions, you pay the introduction fees. Everything is done on IntroStars. And that way we can actually protect the entire introduction with our IntroProtect framework. Another one of our features, IntroProtect, to make sure everyone is protected, to make sure you actually do get paid your introduction fee that you do as an introducer. And again, everything is based on reputation. And I think most people in business value their reputation. And so that will incentivize everyone to play the game by the rules and actually make good introductions and pay those introduction fees on time every time. I can only uh, agree with, uh, with that. I mean, if I was going to make an introduction, it's going to be a good one. And you, you make sure that it doesn't, like, there's so much on the line, as you said, but that, again, closes a circle about the idea that your network is your net worth and you should never jeopardize your network. <laughs> so be very cautious and, uh, and, and, and good about it. Yeah. No, for sure. And it's got this, this positive uh, you know, reaction. The more good introductions you make, the more you build your personal brand as a great introducer, and people are going to you know, obviously reach out to you more. So it really helps you uh, build your own net worth and your own network to be a great introducer as well. So again, it's all win-win for everyone involved. It's just a great way to build your network and your reputation, and that will build your net worth at the end of the day. Fantastic. I want to thank you, first of all, before I ask the last question, because uh, we're coming to, to, to the end of the show, um, for coming on the show, of course, and for, I mean, we've worked together in the past. Uh, for being such an amazing person. I mean, everybody who knows you knows that you're just full of, you want to help, you're always optimistic. Uh, it, it really colors the room. It makes, it, makes, it makes fun and it's great. So you're leading also with this, with example, and it's inspiring watching you. So thank you for that. Um, thank you, Henry. What I'm curious about, and this is specific about networking, what would you have wished you would have known about networking going back? I mean, you've been a professional networker, but still, or you can teach other people that if you have this mindset, it can really unlock this like to unlimited potential. Yeah. So I've met lots of business development professionals, uh, and some of them are good at their jobs. Some of them maybe not so good, but, but you have to start <laughs> somewhere. Um, and again, I think most business development people in their mindset, it's all about sending emails and doing cold calls, right? And I think that's what I wish I could change or educate people about. The business development is not just about sending cold emails and cold calls. Uh, I think business development should be much more about networking in person, if you can, uh, because that will unlock so many more opportunities, much bigger opportunities, and also build your personal brand. And so uh, my recommendation to the millions of business development professionals out there, try to uh, move out of your comfort zone doing emails and calls and try to put yourself out there in person at networking events. Um, obviously, if you live outside of a big city, that might be more difficult. But if you live in a big city like London or, or any other big city, there's so many networking events every single day. So it's quite easy to join one of these events. And, and have fun doing it. Again, you must have fun. It's super important to enjoy it. 
if you force yourself to go to a networking event and you're not in the right mindset, you're in a bad mood that day, you don't feel like you want to chat, then it's going to be a waste of time because people are going to sense that, right? So, so you have to go to lots of networking events, yes, but make sure you go there with the right mindset. You're in a good mood, you want to chat with people, you want to have fun. That will make such a big difference because that will create that aura, that charisma, which will attract other people. And the best feedback I receive, when I, whenever I, I go to a networking event and I talk to people, the next day they send me a message saying, oh, I really loved your energy. It was great talking to you. That's the best compliment I could ever receive, that I had a good energy. Because it's all about projecting that positive energy around you. Whatever you're trying to sell is nearly irrelevant. It's really projecting positive energy that will attract the right people towards you. And so that's my advice to people. Um, if you work in business development, go to networking events, start building your network. And please go to introstars.com to check it out for free. Just check it out. And I hope that's going to unlock massive opportunity for millions. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Mike. Thank you so much, Henry, for inviting me. Really enjoy it. Yeah. Now we're at the end of the show. So thank you for staying on. And if you haven't done so, smash that like, leave that subscribe. I do it for you guys, for the sales community. I really enjoyed this conversation with Mike Adams. I hope you do too. If you haven't done so, connect with him on LinkedIn. Connect on Intro Stars, and if you want to as well, connect with me. I'd enjoy it. Till there, have a wonderful end of the year. Talk to you later on the next episode. Take care, guys. Yeah.